1: back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. We're all wearing glasses mm. so we can read you hoes. No, I'm kidding. I'm joined by Chels Pinky and Glenn Bits the Brat Pogue. Hi. Hi,
2: hi. hi. So oh my gosh, a Very gosh. spicy episode coming. Wow. Great
0: episode.
2: Great episode. If you think we're on wait.
1: one, it's because we we very much are.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. That's how I want to be at 72. On read or reply, I I can start. I actually have two replies this week. So the first reply I want to do is we have the author on on this episode, but the book was just like so good to read. It was so refreshing to understand that like oh I'm not the only one dealing with these experiences. Yes. So many other women have the exact same anecdotes that I have lived through. Um, The book is called White Women, Everything You Already Knew About Your Own Racism and How to Do Better. Um, It's written by two women, a stunning 72-year-old Black woman, Regina Jackson, and a co-writer, an Indian woman, Saira Rao. It was just really good. Paige Turner, white women listeners, if you have Christmas gifts that you need to give out, I think this would be a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, To me... It is better than buying them White Fragility. White Fragility is written by a white woman. This is written by two women of color. So if you're actually doing the work, you should support books written by women of color who actually have the lived experience of this. Um, So I'd suggest this book over that one for sure. Um, And then I also wanted to reply to newly, so I started the subscription. And guys, I've been getting like the cutest looks. My orange dress from Fashion Fair, that was newly. My white dress from the DC talk we did, that was newly. Yesterday I wore this amazing fur coat. Oh my god, I wish I had it handy. Anyways, this very cute fur coat, also newly. And I'm about to send my package out so I could get some more
2: stuff in. I think it's only like eighty something a month, but eighty eight.
0: Eighty-eight,
1: yeah. So, and you get six amazing
2: styles. I've been six pieces renting with Newly too. That's a cool thing. I love renting clothes because it's a Lisa Right. Re- oh, does Lisa Rena rent? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, she does. <laughs> Do rent. you she watch Beverly rentals. Hills? <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. But yes, um, but the it's sustainability a factor. Way to, yeah, to wear clothes and it keeps your wardrobe really fresh. And it's always yeah. exciting to get like some new pieces every month. Again, yeah. you yeah. gives you six, so that's yeah. amazing. I actually just said Mine back too. I can't wait to get my new pieces. Me yeah. too. I actually bought two pieces from my newly.
1: That's what I was gonna say. And it's a yes. nice try before you buy. I'm about to buy my jeans and like two dresses. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I wear these jeans dress. all the time. Like mm-hmm. I love these jeans. Oh
0: shit. Yeah. So it's a money. nice
1: test. <laughs> I please. I. Please. Um, everything's pretty well. Balenciaga. Please. So yeah. Mm. Definitely check out. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Are you leaving anything on red
0: No. No. I'm. I'm doing well.
1: I love that for you. Okay, I will jump in. Um, I'm gonna reply to this New York City weather. We've been having like 70 degree days. And I don't know if this is because the world is coming to an end. But I'm very much okay with that. It's so nice. Like I'm in such a good mood. I had to run mad like stupid errands today and everyone was just like out and smiling and and like my neighbors were like hello hello good day niggas was hollering like it's summertime i'm like damn but i'm here for that like new yorkers need sunlight and 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 the sun shining on us because it really helps our nasty attitudes (sighs) so i definitely um you know universe sun moon if you're listening let's keep this up i'm really much you for that, and what I'm leaving on red. oh midterms are coming up, and people are just showing their asses. And honestly, when you listen to this episode, we talk about like you know, should people just tell us if they're racist? Maybe because the way y'all are fucking acting and the the just the behavior, it, it's just nasty. People get so insane when it comes to like politics and difference of opinions. I've been seeing so much wild shit online. And you know, this is a really big election because essentially people think that the the country's about to just go red. Like a lot of Republicans are gonna get a lot of seats. And maybe people will be more honest. Like maybe we need this to happen. Maybe everyone just has to like, okay, okay, man, let me stop. I'm I'm going to read it back. Chelsea's like shaking her head. Where were you about
2: to take that? Is looking at us.
1: I'm like, maybe everyone needs to be honest. About we could just kind of like go at it have like an all-out battle maybe not like a civil war maybe like a cyber civil war and then whoever wins wins and then the losers just like retreat and we could like send them to a really small island like how the british sent everyone to australia or something but hopefully that island not populated so that they're not like colonizing I don't know. <laughs> i'm thinking about it i have thoughts we could just send them somewhere
2: that is dictator, <laughs> dictator. <laughs> like i don't want to
1: control the island i just want them to like go over there and just like fend for yourselves figure it out you they're always talking about pulling yourself up from the bootstraps so i'm gonna throw you on the land give you some uh farming tools and you guys figure it farming out and tools. i'll be be racist together on your island right. and have really weird rules where Man, people are at like 13 years old because you don't believe in abortions cool go crazy go
2: off queen um <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to leave on red. just really really small random thing is like the way that the tiktok white people are using the word slay it just very much annoys me we were at um dumbo house for a halloween party over the weekend and i don't you probably didn't hear this shade, but when we went into to the photo booth to take pictures these girls were like y'all better go there in there and slay 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 Oh, and the ones who I like, bullied me? to get yes. out of the and room then we came out. They were like, "Did you slay, sis? Did you slay your pictures? Did you slay?" And it's different. It's like a different kind of slay. Like they're using it like not even the way we'd be like slay, like gay black slay. They are making it like some other weird thing. Like sounds like a, a like a like a Christmas slay. Yeah, they, that's how they make it sound. <laughs> slay. I don't know. It's weird. And you know, I kind of like these like white girl. Um, YouTubers, this girl, Tana Mojo, she'd be saying slay all the time. And I oh don't know. It's just weird. I'm going to reply to, um, I just had an article published in interview magazine. I interviewed the collective behind Ghetto Gastro. It was an amazing interview. They have a cookbook out now called Black Power Kitchen. That's a mixture of recipes, but also history, essay, poetry, photography, Visual arts, painting, um, it's all like an ode to the Bronx, to Black culture, far and wide. The recipes in there are super inventive and creative, and they all tell stories of our heritage. Um, mm-hmm. I just recommend it. It's beautiful. I really felt celebrated and seen in the book itself and had an amazing time talking to the guys. The um, article is up now, an interview. It's called From Mott Haven to the Mets. So check it out.
1: We'll be um. I'll be expecting
2: a meal from the book. <laughs> oh, for me to cook something for you? Yes, we can. We can. We can make something. Shake. They have a um. A <laughs> they have a a vegan chopped cheese that I really want to make because I've never had a chopped cheese in my life because I'm a plant based mm. mommy. So yeah. <laughs> right. So you can make that for someone else. Um. But yeah. Let's talk about other recipes. You gotta have a high vibrational plate. That's what they be talking about. High
1: vibration. Nah, I like me a low vibrational.
2: (laughs) Real. I'm
1: not gonna say what I was gonna say. Yeah, it sounded like it was gonna be racist. Yeah, it was. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't be racist. (laughs) Real. Okay, moving on to hotline bling. Um, the black girls texting DM hotline is blinging because a young man that I keep seeing in my neighborhood every time I'm walking to and from the gym that keeps trying to get my number and information and I keep curving, asked me for my Instagram today. Um, And he had already asked me for my Instagram in the past and I gave it to him, but then I blocked him. So today he comes up to me and he's like, yo, what's good? Like, I lost your information. Remind, Remind me what your Instagram is again. And he goes and types it in. And of course, nothing comes up because I blocked him so i'm pretending to be on the phone and i'm like yeah i I don't know what's going on follow my other page it's black girls (laughs) she's trying to get us killed (laughs) he's in our dms right now saying follow me back (laughs) okay (laughs) no it's not good actually it's really bad i have to feel i have to deal with the
0: situation
2: what did i say
0: (laughs) What did
1: I started say? started to get
2: crazy. Like, he's like, he bucked up on me one time. It's getting crazy. Like You crazy. know men don't like rejection. That's just why I keep giving know. him different Instagrams and blocking him on all of them. Like, it's getting out of control. They really don't. It's the, the deeper thing of this is, like, how sad that is. That I'm really, like, afraid of this man. And I just don't want to tell him straight out that I'm not interested. And he'd just be lingering in the same, like, area that I walk to the gym.
0: Yeah, because we're... Say right. the truth. Say that you're a munch and you're not interested.
2: Right. That he's I said, a munch? I said,
0: no, I said
1: no, say you're a munch. Oh, I'm, I'm a man. Munch.
2: Shut up. I said say, you ha-
1: say I have a man and he doesn't like when I talk to other men.
2: <laughs> Damn, I really should have went with the, went the, the lesbian group. Damn. Should anyway. I DM him back from our page? <laughs> girl, no.
1: And I'm going to delete him and block him. My good sis, that's a black
3: girl doing shit.
0: I'm so excited today we have Miss Regina Jackson she is the author of white women everything you already knew about your own racism and how to do better Um, it is also co-written by Mm -hmm, Um, and you are also the co-founder of uh, race to dinner which are it's a dinner series which is focused on having really hard conversations with white women about race and their complicity in white supremacy um i first found you on TikTok because okay. all these <laughs> all these clips of uh deconstructing karen were all over my timeline and i was like oh my goodness i need to speak to this woman so i'm so happy to have you enter thank the thank you chat. <laughs> thank you for having me and now a word from our sponsors
2: Chances are you aren't sharing an epic dinner with your friends right now, but you could be. Just book a seat at a private dining event with your Chase Sapphire Reserve card. Then get to it. A multi-course menu. Insane flavors. A wine pairing. Ooh, is that crispy duck? Experience more unforgettable dinners with private dining events from Sapphire Reserve. Chase, make more of what's yours. Learn more at chase.com slash sapphire reserve. Cards issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Subject to credit approval. Terms supply. You thought today was another routine? You thought today was a walk in the park? Congrats. You played yourself. I'm Alex Toussaint, and today we're drinking smart water alkaline. With 9 plus pH and added electrolytes, it's hydration for your determination. That means no excuses. I don't want to see you just work out. Get out there and outwork. Let's get it, baby. Smart Water Alkaline. All right,
0: y'all. It's time for the group chat. So in your first, like, as soon as you open up the book, um, White Women, uh, you're, in your dedication, it says, For all Black, Indigenous, Brown, and non-white girls and women and non-binary identifying folks who are sick and tired of white women's bullshit with love and sisterhood. Regina, and Syra.
3: Yep. Yo, I read that. I said, I
0: know that's right. <laughs> yep. So I, I just, I, you know, immediately it jumped off the page to me because we're so used to kind of when speaking about race, especially to white women in particular, you kind of have to come at it with like a delicate hand. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I noticed in your book, that's not we're, the we're vibe. Over
3: it. We're over it. The vibe is we expect radical honesty. We tell the truth. We don't allow any crying. <clears throat> and we could give a fuck about white women's feelings. Take that to the altar. That has nothing to do Period. with people's pain and suffering. Thank you for saying that. And <laughs> <You're> I, <welcome.
0: laughs> I really hope to be as bold as you as I grow into adulthood. Um, how has the reception been of this book? How have people been receiving it?
3: Actually, I don't know if you've checked, but it just came out on the first. It's already a number one bestseller on Amazon.
1: Wow. It's the number
3: one bestseller in Canada. And, you know, Canada had the head start on the USA because um, we premiered the uh, documentary Deconstructing Karen in Canada. So they've been on board a little bit longer and... They are starting to do the work. And, you know, what's really interesting, we wrote the book for white women, but what we are finding from Black, Indigenous, Brown, and other women of color is they feel like they are being, for the first time, acknowledged, mm-hmm. affirmed, and it, it's been wonderful.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that word, affirmed. Yeah, in I the book, that there are all it. these,
3: like, anecdotes. It- yeah, for sure. In the book there are all these
0: anecdotal stories of different mm-hmm. women's experiences and so many of them. I was like, Wow, I've experienced that.
3: Wow. We all have. I can really there to that. is not one person, <laughs> not one woman of color who has not had to put up with white women's nonsense, especially at work. Yes.
0: Especially at work. I, Mm -hmm. I was just laid off by a white woman, but I got a new job in less than two months that pays even more. Um, (laughs) Won't he do it? Um, But I have a question because in like, you know, 2020, at least in the US, it was like a big time of like everyone was awakened and everyone was buying white fragility and everyone was doing the work and everyone was, you know, in it. Have you seen any sort of change in your in the white women that you have been um, speaking to from that time versus now? Any growth?
3: Yeah. What we do is um, we don't just do a dinner and stop. We do a dinner. We have a course, an eight week course for white women called uh, race to community, because what we notice and cyber will talk about, you know, believing that she was a white woman in a brown body for the first 30 Mm. years of her life and finally discovering she she wasn't is white women don't know how to be in community they uh are in competition all of their niceness everything about them is disingenuous and so we say in order for y'all to help us Y'all need to get your own shit together, be in community, do Mm -hmm. your anti-racism work. And I tell them, you know what, if you're going to be in this work, it is not, oh, I'm going to put a black square on my Facebook page and I'm done. It is a lifelong commitment. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose family members. You're Mm. going to lose jobs. And that's just the way it is.
1: I like that you said no tears are allowed. Um, We actually are talking to another author after we speak with you. And she speaks about in her book that she got really frustrated when white women would cry or one instance where a white woman cried because she was like, I'm not allowed to cry. And you can cry and get out of situations all the time. And I'm not afforded that. So it looked to her as like, uh, it was particularly frustrating and like a weakness to her. Can you talk more about the crying?
3: Well, at, white at our dinners, at our dinners, the host must set aside a room, you know, with all the Kleenex they need and they can go in there and cry. They cannot stay at the dinner table if they have to cry because we all know what happens with white women's tears. You know, your whole presentation, what you're trying to accomplish gets derailed because everybody's trying to comfort the white women so we said nope that's the only rule we have if you're going to cry you have to leave the table because we're not having it Mm. you're not centering yourself we're not crying we don't want to hear your civil rights resumes okay we want to we want to talk to you about your racism and I love Jane Elliott she's a white woman who did this back in the 60s and she made it very clear all you nice white people who would trade places with a Black person in this society, please stand up. (laughs) And so we know they know. They know. So we're not having it.
2: Mm. Yeah. You mentioned um, how white women have this tendency to rattle off their civil rights resumes. And I'm curious how you can how do I know when somebody is just like not full of it? Right. Like I taught for a very liberal school and the moms and the teachers would all say like, you know, I'm doing the work. They would tote their white fragility book around. They would talk about who they donate to. They would say like their, they would always say the word ally, 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 but it just never felt It's all
3: performative. It's Mm -hmm. performative. We had a dinner last night that is going to be on a TV. A black woman reporter wanted to do this show and her station said, no, 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 no. And then 2020 came all of a sudden she got to interview us. So we had a little race to cocktails last night. And one of the women who was at a, one of our dinners, I would say a couple of years ago, and then took Race to Community, the, the eight, she said, You know, I was waiting for my tools so I could get other white people and say, You're doing it. She said, I realize it's about me. Mm-hmm. And I need to get my shit together. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for people who get it, who get that they need to decolonize their own selves and then go after your family and friends. I'm sorry. I'll tell you this whole white fragility and everything. It's great. But where do you think they learn that from? Right. Us. How do you think they know what's going on? We tell them. So, you know, that's fine. And, and white people love to complain about how much we charge, which is $5,000 a dinner. Now, you know, how much are they out there sp- Spending on Louis Vuitton bags and you know, how much does Robin D'Angelo cost for 30 minutes? You know, so so we're just we're not having any of their nonsense. We shut it down as it comes out of their mouths. Yeah, I was shocked
0: to even read that some of them think that you should pay them for participating in learning from you. Very backwards and confusing, but not They surprising. don't have to learn
3: anything. They know. <laughs>
0: right. They
3: developed it. They benefit from it. They get everything. It, they uphold it. They know. They have nothing to learn. What they have to do is unlearn their internal mm. white supremacy. Yeah.
1: So what are your thoughts on, and excuse me if you mention this in the book, but.
3: That's okay. What What
1: are your thoughts on people who don't care to learn
3: well you know at least we know at least we know as 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 Dr. King said the um hardest worst people in America are white liberals because Mm -hmm. they believe they believe they know everything they believe they're doing the work so you know at least the ones that are being very performative and we're saying nope not on our watch. I love that answer. I feel I'm like if you're racist just just let me. Thank know. you. Thank
0: do you, you.
1: Then do you we can just that, keep it moving.
0: <laughs> do you think that all white women are racist?
3: Yes. I do. All of them are karens. The only difference is how they choose to exercise their karenness. Do they want to do it to uplift uphold Black people. And we uh-huh. include, um, you know, non-binary people, brown people, indigenous people. And if they want to do that, that's fine. But then there's the other parents and see what they like to do. This is white women not being in community. They like to post those parents videos and say, not me, not me. See, I'm not doing that. Well, you know, if you are not actively working in anti-racism, then you are upholding white supremacy.
0: Yeah, there was a story in the book because uh, we, you were talking about like white women calling the police and mm-hmm. the women were like, well, I've never called the police, but there are other things you can do outside of calling the police that are just as Karen-like, like trying to police what I'm doing yourself. Like That's you telling right. me what to do yep. when you're not the boss of me and I'm yep. an adult.
3: <laughs> yep, yep. And you know, we've all run across that. I had to cuss a woman out in the sanctuary, honey, <laughs> because she was trying to sectionary. tell me where <laughs> I needed to be and when I needed to be there, you know?
0: I I really admire your vibe because we. I've went to a private school. I went to a PWI. I work amongst white people in tech and fashion. And sometimes it's hard to speak up for yourself. How did you gain Not that?
3: Sometimes. I have to tell you, Syrah. The first time, uh, Syra and I met because she worked in, she ran for office against a longtime white woman uh, congressperson. She lost, but I went to work on her campaign and Syra was so out there and vocal and everything. So what I've learned from Syrah is to use my voice. What she's learned from me is fuck them all but six. We don't <laughs> care what they think. We don't care. And after you're buried, fuck them too.
1: (laughs) You are iconic. I'd love to know how you feel about this idea of like the mix of black and brown and, and indigenous because there is like community that we should definitely have with one another, but that's not necessarily always upheld by our communities and, S- Sira and brethren talks
3: about it in the yes. book Sira and sara about- does talk about it and she talks and she's mm. she she goes after her asian people she's Syrah. when when we ask how many of you at this table are racist Cyra is the first person that will raise her hand she mm. said wow. i am institutionally anti-black and all asian people work are. She said, we were taught to assimilate and not to whiteness. And then I say, and Black people know it. We know that everybody thinks they're better than us. We know. So unless we can come together, what we're doing right now is fighting over scraps. Mm -hmm. And and she says, Asians need to get over this uh, minority minority. minority myth, bullshit, she calls it, you (laughs) know, and we need to come together and stop Fighting for scraps. We need to come together and work together to get our seat at the table.
0: Absolutely. Mm. There's a part where Sarah talks about her experience um, trying to join Kappa Kappa Gamma um, at UVA, which I'm not proud to admit it, but I am I I am a Kappa Kappa Gamma. Oh, I, yeah. a college. Okay. I went to a very white college. Um there was a very I'm I'm working through it. But um she talks about this uh, white woman v- variety show, and I loved how she explained it. So mm-hmm. I'll just share it with the listeners. She says, one, her friends say something racist. Two, the friend remains silent. Three, the friend feels guilty. Four, <laughs> the friend confides in a woman of color, um, which honestly, a lot of them don't have friends of women of color, but whatever. Nope. Five, the friend cries and thereby centers her own feelings mm. over the racial harm. Six, she throws her fellow white women under the bus, tries to distance herself from the violence. And seven, she feels absolved and distance, and distances herself from the racism and goes on living life.
3: Yeah, oh, and they that do second. that all the time. That's what they do. They will throw, you know, when, when people are sending me all this nonsense about the 19th Amendment and everything, I was like, you do know white suffragettes through the Black suffragettes under the bus so Mm -hmm. stop sending me this bullshit unless you're going to tell the truth
1: not the 19th amendment Mm -mm.
3: do you think white women and, and women of color I'll say specifically black women can be friends um yes you know but I think it takes them doing the work and this is a lifetime work you know here's what I always say to to my mentees to my children to myself, I affirm myself every day because I know in this society, no one else is going to affirm me. So mm-hmm. we affirm ourselves, we affirm each other. All we have to give away to each other is who we are. So make yourself the best person you can be so you can give that to other people, to your Black people. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm right there with Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody Black. I hear that. I love that. Do black people ever raise their hand at the table on if they're racist? We don't do dinners with black people. Our whole Oh, there are no whole black people.
1: No well, black would you, you ever raise your
3: white women? No, because I can't be racist because I don't have any power. You know, I can have my little prejudice. Racism comes with power. Let me mm-hmm. tell you what we are doing though. So starting on November 15th, we will have our first Zoom. And if you go to the race to dinner um instagram page you can sign up we're going to do small groups of eight to ten women and we are going to teach you how to do this work so that you all can have your own dinners in your own communities oh, that's mm, awesome. I, I love, love that. that and so, get paid period. <laughs> I
1: ask that because there is a lot of anti-blackness within black people so maybe not yes. racist but Polarism. we yeah Polarism. we perpetuate a lot of Colorism. Problems you know, amongst but, ourselves well, as well. We
3: used to say back when I was growing up, they used to say, if you're white, you're all right. If you're brown, stick around. If you're black, get back. You <clears> know, <throat> we, we all know what that means. You know, we perpetuate colorism. And, you know, I think everybody should be able to wear their hair the way they want. But I'll tell you, all these weaves, that's internalized hate. It's mm. internalized oppression. I don't love my hair. I don't love the way I look. So I'm going to try and look like this white girl with all this <laughs> hair blowing in the breeze because I don't love myself.
0: I mean, it comes from somewhere, right? Beauty standards yep. are very European. Sure like, it's you're it, not it's wrong. It's
3: internalized racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: internal-
3: but it's we are also taught that we're not good enough.
0: Yeah, I think it is that, but it is also maybe survival is too dramatic of a word, but I know when I would go into job interviews, I remember having had my I braids it. and I was
3: nervous about braids. You would thought they would reject you. I yeah. get it. I mean, I really do get it, but here's what my, what are we teaching our young girls about mm-hmm. themselves? What are they seeing? Because children, you can say anything you want to say. What they do is watch your behavior. Mm. What are we telling those young black girls about themselves? Yeah, yeah. I'm there's curious
2: about. Oh, go
3: ahead, Chelsea. I was
0: just going to say, there's a part in the book also where you talk about schools and oh. uh, your son's experience in a school with white teachers. What mm-hmm. is something that you would that you would want every white woman teacher to know when dealing with black children?
3: You know, first of all, I do work with schools, so I mentor at a high school there's an elementary school where we consult with them. And the, the principal fabulous white woman is sending her teachers through our race to community program for white women. What I would say to them is that our culture is different. The way we communicate, everybody's culture is different. White people is, you know, avoidance, conflict, uh, avoidance and all of that. Our culture is in your face, okay? <laughs> So if you have a high school boy and he does something, he's going to get in your face. And white women are afraid. They are afraid of these little black boys once they get to be, you know, five, 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 six or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had a librarian tell me that. There was a little, um, this was, he was a freshman in high school and he was saying stuff to me that, look, I'm old enough to be your mama's mama. You're not going to talk to me that way. And I went to say something and she goes, don't, don't, don't. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And I'm like,
2: oh my God,
3: you shouldn't be here. If you are afraid of kids, this is not the job for you. But we see that. That's why like black kids yep. are adult, what's the word adultification? Yeah.
0: Like people yeah. they are over-policed because yeah. they're not seen as kids. That's right.
3: Because white teachers are afraid of black boys. And it's very sad because 80% of the public school teachers are white women.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: Yeah. And my son would say to me that he did all that misbehaving because she let him they let, exactly, and they don't care. They don't care. Yep. They don't care that our kids learn. They think that our kids are not capable. They don't hold them to the same standards. It's very, very sad. And if you are if you have kids and you aren't up there in the school, your kids are going to suffer. I, hear I can that. just
0: imagine some of our listeners right now, like, what? How, why is she talking like that? Like, who is she speaking to? I wonder you. what say you when people say your message is too much vinegar. Put a little honey. <laughs> you want to know what I really tell them?
1: Yes, it's like going to be a big si
3: <laughs> I'm going to go get my sign. I got a sign. Ooh, there's
1: a sign. <laughs> oh what an God. icon. What an icon. What an icon. Oh, my God
0: we i'm ready for the sign drum roll for the sign <laughs> uh,
3: uh, a white woman gave me this at our book lot oh, oh, <laughs> um That's for those who I can't say. see
2: there's like a character humping the why <laughs> on the word your and then followed by the word feelings feelings yes
3: <laughs> you know this is not about your feelings This is about other people's pain and suffering. And I could give an F about your feelings. Take that to the altar.
2: Period.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's hard for people to swallow, right? Because they're like, well, I I just was born into this. And what am I supposed to do? And my great grandfather was a blah, blah, blah. But it's the the part that you said about accepting it. Yeah. And doing the work because you benefit from it
3: acknowledge it you can't change what you don't acknowledge number one and number two do the work do the lifetime work of saying you know what and we asked these women last night you know what was your last thought that was racist you know Mm. because they think it all the time you know someone will see a car full of black kids pulled over and a friend of mine said this and her thought was oh gosh what they do what do they do and my thought is i'm gonna pull over and make sure they don't get hurt."
2: Yes. but they probably don't even recognize that those things are racist thoughts too. So that's another. Well,
3: there's if they too there. a race to dinner, they will recognize yes. it. <laughs> yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I had a I had a colleague,
0: and she was so excited and so proud of herself to tell me this story, basically about how she caught the kids that stole her Amazon package and called the police on them. Oh my god! And helped the police track them down and watch the police take them and put them in her car. I was like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. But I, in a work setting, it was so. I was like,
3: God, this is so weird and inappropriate. Yeah. And see, you have to tell her that. You you have to say, you know, I really don't want to hear it. I'm not interested. Don't want to hear it. Take mm-hmm.
2: it someplace else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine that doing this work for you, though, can sometimes feel really uh, draining and frustrating. Mm-hmm. You detail this scene in the beginning of, like, these women just, no, oh, nope. <laughs> the sign. no. The No. No.
3: And- you know, I've just been that way, you know, you, you, and I came out of corporate America. I spent almost 30 years in the bell system. So, you know, I had the same issues that the Mm -hmm. rest of you have trying to work in white America, but I came to a place where, you know what, I'm going to stand up for myself. I want my children and my grandchildren to have a better life. I want you all to have a better life. I want black men to not have to be afraid you know, of being black men.
1: Yes. Wow. This is so enlightening. I actually had therapy before this and I've been talking about how I've just been not giving a fuck anymore. And I'm like, I'm about to, am about to get buck. Fuck your feelings. That was racist. Not okay. <laughs> <laughs> just call a thing a thing. Okay.
3: Call Let's a thing a thing. Pretending. Call a thing a spade let's stop pretending that you know all this white nonsense is okay with us because it's not you know and we take that home and we take it out on our family mm-hmm. yeah our children and each mm-hmm. other let's just leave it where it belongs this is not okay with me and if you say something else i'm filing an eeo complaint or whatever i still need to i still need to walk into my walk-in they don't
1: got no interviews
3: well, that's the thing too,
0: when doing this work and you do talk about it in the book as well, there is risk, right? So I mentioned yeah. briefly about my old company. I told my boss, please don't speak to me that way. It's inappropriate. And two weeks
3: later, I was laid off. So mm. there's risk, but-, but- life has risk, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? Everything has risk. I, you know, my son, our book event was uh, Tuesday night. My son on Sunday, he says, mom, how come you didn't tell us? And I said, well, I'm a fess up quite honestly, I did not want you guys to be associated with me because I was fearful for your safety. Wow. But they came and I said, be anonymous. Don't act like you know me. Just be anonymous.
2: Yeah. So have you received lots of like,
3: oh, we don't read it. Our resident white woman racist messages. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, Someone else oh, will yeah. read it.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So don't subject are, are, yourself to that.
3: Yeah, our resident white woman reads it because you know if I would read it, I've gotten a few calls and I, you know, they'll say you this this, this I'm saying to you, inbred, redneck, ignoramus. <laughs> I can only that. imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, that man just went up in Nancy Pelosi's
1: house talking about he want to bust her kneecap. So what do you think they think about black people? Yeah, that was wild. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's it's been very well. I don't get it nearly as bad as Syrah because you know, really Cyrus, well, Cyrus on social network posting that I'm 72 years old. OK, get off the Internet and go talk to somebody.
1: <laughs> I hear you.
3: <laughs> I hear you. I know this
0: is this might be a little <clears throat> patriarch patriarchal. Is that the word? Yep. Seventy-two and stunning, I must say.
3: Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, Absolutely. skin is glowing. Thank you so much, Regina. I want to respect your time. I know we're at the thirty-minute mark. Um, I so loved your book, listeners. uh, Oh, I have to tell
3: you one more thing. Everything you already. Oh yeah yes tell us on itunes iTunes. before thanksgiving so you can watch it with your family please get your
1: families together and drag them
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be a
3: rough thing that's amazing but that's amazing we we said to the white people so that you can talk to all the karens that are coming to thanksgiving dinner Mm. yes
2: people need that you
3: guys let's talk again please nothing but love and blessings and uh you know, we, we're going to make this happen.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
3: And thank never you. underestimate Black women. Oh, or do never. it at your own risk. Mm. Right? <laughs>
2: thank you, <laughs> thank
3: so you so much. Thank, thank you so you much. Have a great Love rest you. of your day. Love you. Wait a minute. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 What
0: would you do? Um, what would you do? So Glenn has a, what would you do? Oh, I was on mute. You're on mute. I was on <laughs> mute. Okay,
2: this is a, mute. a piece of um <laughs> an interesting little saga that has been entertaining me all day on Instagram, and I feel like it is okay to talk about it on this platform because these individuals decided to post about this publicly <laughs> and share receipts. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was going to say, tweet. I thought this was going to be, be no like tweets. anonymous,
1: <laughs> messy. Okay
2: me anonymous, fine. I saw some shit on Instagram <laughs> earlier today. This young woman, she posted about how, she posted, she reposted a picture of herself and her dog that a dog trainer posted on his page. And she goes, never forget when you almost killed my dog and you still owe me money. And I'm like, wait, now what is going on? And now this young man almost killed your dog and he has a post of you on his page? That feels a little crazy. So I go on over to the man's page. I'm digging around and I find out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking inspector
0: gadget.
2: Ooh, I done found everything. Remember when she said that his girlfriend is pretty? I found her page too. <laughs> she had time. You crazy. <laughs> no, it was just, it was so absorbing to me. So basically, long story short, listeners, this woman left her dog with this dog trainer and for like several well, days while she was away. And he had been working with her for about a year, getting her dog into shape, teaching her techniques to help him with his, (laughs) you know. He's very attached to her. He'd be barking all the time. They apparently built a strong rapport as friends and mutual lovers of of her dog. So she leaves him, she leaves the dog with this owner, this dog, whatever, dog trainer. And in the time that the dog is under this man's care, the dog is hit by a car, injured, has to go to the emergency room, Pelvis is broken. Need surgery that costed like upwards of $8,000. Her insurance only covered- Glenn was
0: trying to do the math and was failing.
2: (laughs) Her insurance covered like, maybe it was like a $10,000 thing. Her insurance only covered 5,000. So now she's out all this money. She wasn't expecting to, oh, but when the dog walker man is posting pictures of their back and forth, she's being super cordial about it. Like, hey, oh my God yes, they're only covering this. Thank you for going to visit him. The The dog man was going to visit the dog while the lady was still out of town, bringing him treats and food and all that type of shit. So then suddenly she gets to, comes to her senses or something and is like, hold up, this man have my dog about to die. Do I owe her, like, does he owe me some money for that? And then she wants her money back for all the money that she's paid him to train her dog prior. This man said that- i can't wait i story like this sorry this man said that he would give her <laughs> $1,500 and start a GoFundMe for her who is in the wrong does he owe her money back because the dog was injured in his care when yeah. accidents when accidents happen yes i think the decent
0: thing to do is to to help
2: i don't he think said he, he would give her $1,500 <laughs> And that he would start the GoFundMe, but then he made her start it, which is kind of trashy and tacky. 1500
1: and then, like, wasn't he going to train the dog for free forever? For the
2: rest of the dog's life.
1: Is
0: that well, a fair I thought the dog offer? only has to get trained while it's a puppy, and then it's, it has its training, and it's a dog.
2: Is that true? Maybe. I don't know. About we that didn't that. have our Do dogs, dogs get trained, trained. for their entire life? No. Yeah, that doesn't None even make sense. None of my dogs did. But
1: maybe they could be, like, in a... In it's not I a show know. dog. <laughs> 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 no, it's like, maybe they need it or something um that's really tricky this is why I don't believe in having
2: animals so I don't know good luck oh I mean I really felt (laughs) bad for the um for the dog walker dude he seemed pretty sad about it I mean it triggered me it brought me back to the time when I was teaching and this child broke their arm while I was on duty and I just cut, feeling like it was my fault, even though oh. I was supposed to be watching like 40 children, if not more, at that given time. And little boy That's decided though. he wanted to fucking walk on a balance beam <laughs> <laughs> and broke his whole shit. And I had to run with him, feeling the broken bones in my palm. <gasps> yes, yes. I, I got him there in the really, nick of time yeah. They could put None a splint my on him. Otherwise, bones. his shit was going to be <laughs> fucked. No, I'm telling you. And I was like, look, I was just waiting for the parents to look at me as like, as if I fucked something up. How did like, the parents react? They were. They didn't, nobody blamed me for nothing. Kids break they shit all the time. I think the None kid kind of like kids, got dude. into trouble a little bit because he knew he was wiling and he admitted it later. That's also too.
0: different. Like kids, they do their own thing. Right. right. But it's like a dog. You should have the gate. If not,
2: it's or obviously going to run out the gate. Or whatever. The dog was playing in the backyard and the, the man has the two gate. other dogs as it is, but they're bigger. So that small dog squeezed through his fence and went running through other people's yards and ran out into the street.
0: But if you're going to have a dog out without
2: a leash, you should know if it's going to fit on the fence. You should have checked all of that before yeah. you had a dog come, no? Or like it's just an oversight.
1: I think that's an a oversight, estate, but because like so
0: responsible,
1: yeah, like oof, that's hard. My dog used to be out. My dad would be in the street looking for that nigga all the time. He would be out in these streets. He ain't never broke a bone, though. I don't know. Hit Maybe he needed more whole training.
0: Whole <laughs> Maybe your dog training. is like not smart.
1: <laughs> now we talking don't about this talk about girl
2: about dog. dog. <laughs> how, how, how dog why are you going outside to get hit by a car, dog? That right. makes sense. Plus, this the man been training that dog for a whole year, and the dog <laughs> is running away. So it's clearly not. So maybe cool. Well, maybe he's maybe he's not fun. a good trainer. But so maybe she <laughs> is. <laughs> she wants she Dreaming. wants the money that she paid him for the year of training back, <laughs> in addition to the surgery costs.
0: Glenn want to be Judge Judy so
2: bad. <laughs> Wait, hold, 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 hold,
0: hold. Does the does what about the car? The the
1: man who hit him do you like can their insurance yes. do
0: anything why isn't he paying anything
2: Ooh, he might have hit and run
1: because he but hit a that dog
2: do. that well a is it the same because if you hit a person
0: it's a dub but maybe not if you hit an animal mm-hmm. i mean if you hit a dog and you run away the police are not go- gonna do true crime investigation to figure out who did it <laughs> right. as much
2: dog. as these people would, would want that to happen people yeah, they dogs sure would. are like wild
0: yeah but like they're not gonna put their money behind that
2: also, That's let's possible. talk about how agile cats
1: are. Do you ever see a cat get hit by a car? No. They'd be like bah, 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 bah. they like
2: they really cats. <laughs> Yo, they terrified me. Fuck cats. Sorry, that was a so sweet. Yeah. No, so... well, you know oh, what? what? I was attacked by a cat as a child. Well, and I was attacked by on a dog, me, and it was just so terrifying. You well, we were I was attacked by a dog?
0: In... I was bit in the eye by a dog in Trinidad. I still have a little scar. And the um Oh, it's, that look, that's like my microblading, but there's a scar there. And um, the Trinidadian doctor said, if the dog held on a little harder, I would have lost this eye. Oh my
1: Damn, God. you was about to be like that nigga from uh, House of the Dragon.
2: Yes. Oh, that's terrible. am glad you're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would think about that often if I were you. Do you think about it often? No. <laughs> <laughs> How I old are you? The whole I could have like
0: been five gone. or six. Oh wow, so it was a, a
2: small head. Like small yeah, head. I just
0: remember my mom screaming.
2: Like, <laughs> how
0: did we get? How did we get here? <laughs> I have a picture. Look, that's me with the um, that's me and Trina. patch.
3: <laughs> Yo,
2: you look mad cute though. <laughs> but I look pissed. Like, like how like, like, I got me out here with this dog biting
0: me <laughs> and my mom. I or not she took me to carnival
1: period (laughs) period you think people have definitely done this so maybe not do you think would you go to a carnival wedding like if somebody had their wedding and it was like during carnival and it was like come celebrate we winded up on the road we're doing our nuptials.
0: like they actually are getting married on the road maybe not
1: that extreme but like it's all it's the during weekend. that time frame yeah yeah
0: that sounds good i was like wow that would be it's a lot like some people probably a lot to the wedding shit the bride and groom might not make it not make it to the
1: fucking wedding oh imagine but
0: that people actually would not make it yeah some people You'd have won't. to do the wedding
2: first especially if it's your first time
0: and you like don't know how to pace yourself and you just get fucked up
1: right you're
0: fucked yeah
1: well, shout out to all of y'all working hard, getting ready for Trinity Carnival. I see my girlies in the gym. Y'all been posting. It's it's our time. It's our Real time. Little inside joke.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, Glenn? No, that's time. because B. Oh, major joke. said that. You remember we told you this? He was DJing a, our friend who was oh, Black American. It's not his DJing time DJed A Caribbean, a Labor Day set. It was like Happy Labor Day, y'all. It's our time. <laughs> <laughs> day, that's it's my running idea. joke uh, it's
1: our time um charles want to take us out
0: yes thank you as always i really hope you enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed it so much um shout out again to regina jackson for joining us also shout out to her skin and mm. shout out to that book white woman it's on amazon um and so excited that you guys continue to listen to us and our smart shit slash our bullshit mm-hmm. but we are black girls sexing. we're black girls sexing on pretty much every platform the way how you can support this independently black owned and run podcast is by sharing commenting engaging um downloading following yes. all of the inks all the inks that y'all do to these platforms that put out nonsense content mm-hmm. support us
1: we're period. actually reading
0: books. Period. We're listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> same, same,
1: but, but different. <laughs> but
0: uh, thank you. Consuming. Um, thank you. We appreciate you guys for riding with us again. We also have the Patreon where you can get really exclusive fun content. So follow us there too. Thank you again. Love you. Bye. Bye.